0: Hello Rockers and Mercuryans. it's Rock Mercury here, and welcome to the Rock Mercury podcast. Um, Today's um, are going to be a heavier episode. I got terrible news today that a person very dear to me that I love dearly has um, passed away. They've been struggling. Um, I'm still in shock about it, to be honest. But I do want to talk because I went, I, I did like a little a walk at the beach and everything and um, a night walk this time Just try to process it all. And I just want to ch- um, discuss mortality today. I don't want to talk about the actual person right now because that's, I know my whole family is dealing with the process of what we're all going through emotionally with this. So I don't want to discuss the person who's passed, but I do want to speak about mortality in this conversation. Um, I don't have a full plan on where I want this conversation to go, but we're gonna go somewhere with it. As I braid my hair for for tonight, because I'm gonna go to sleep and I washed my hair today. So I'm just gonna braid braid my hair and discuss mortality. You know? Oh my God, I'm just like, even though I'm still just thinking about the situation, I'm like, wow, like it's saying it out loud like this, like realizing that this person's really gone is like putting me in shock. Like I'm in shock already. I've been in shock since I found out. But um, yeah, what I I will say to, um, I, I give a trigger warning, of course, for people who can't, who don't like to handle mortality or, the concept of death or life or anything. I mean, I'm not. This is not like a. This is not going to be a religious talk. I, I. don't. I. I'm not a religious person. The person that passed away was religious, and they found peace within that. So that's good for them. Um, but this is not going to be a religious um, talk at all. So, um, Theo. Theo says, "Dang, your hair is phenomenal." Thank you so much, Theo. That's very interesting, that's the first comment today because I was just watching a video about black hair um, and how it's important to reprogram our minds to love our hair um, and not see it as problematic, you know, to enjoy our hair as it is. I'm somebody who used to put texturizers in my hair before and as you can see the edges, I I, I dyed it at the... um, at the back end of it, you know, at the ends, it definitely was that, you know, of course you have some trolls coming in now. Whenever there's good, there has to be some bad in there or whatever, they're, they're blocked. Um, but yeah, so like there's there's definitely times I didn't support my hair or I didn't feel like it was something that was worth, you know, being proud of, but I definitely do now. And the person who passed away was a black woman, strong black woman, beautiful, wonderful black woman, um, who... Who loved her hair too, you know? Even though towards the end she lost some, she um lost some of her hair, and still was able to grow some of it back. But just through her struggle to try to survive, she tried to survive to the end. And I just, I'm just, I don't know. I'm gonna talk. I'm gonna tap on some of the main reasons why a lot of people are passing away right now. Um, in this conversation, but um, but saying thank you for that. Thank you for that. That um what you said about my hair that's really kind um but yeah i washed it i put some shea butter and i tried the new shea butter if you guys have watched my last um my last podcast they um i that shea butter from africa that i got oh here it is right here here's the um the name is called maglo Majo naturals my first time using it it is very a very good shea butter i really enjoy the filling of it it's on my skin it's on my hair it's on my beard it's so soft. I, uh, this is how the seeds look on their own. And then they, they process it and stuff. This product is an excellent product from what I've tried. Um, but the product that I was looking at just a, a moment ago, which I'm going to finish the podcast later on. Um, um, they had like different ones for hair growth and um, just very natural herbs that help to stimulate the hair follicles and things like that. So I'm, I'm interested in, I'm going to keep learning about it. Then I'll come back. Once I order some and I promote it, I don't want to promote it yet because I'm still watching it. It'd be kind of reckless of me to promote something I literally don't, like I haven't used it myself. But they seem to have a really good review. So just stay tuned. Um, If I do order some, which I do plan on ordering some of this other product made by um, another powerful black woman in America. So it won't be African shea butter, but it is something that's made with a lot of love. And I'm excited to try that. Um, oh my God, I can't believe this person's passed away. Like, I'm still, like, and they're so young. This person was a young person, um, someone very dear to me, and it just puts you in shock. Like, it's, like, even though we knew in a way, like, we were told that there was, like, limited time, but we still held hope to the end, um... We still held hope to the end, and it's just really, it's challenging, you know? Um, hold on, guys, let me go ahead and block another troll. You know, the trolls love to come in here. Just gonna go ahead and get them out of here. Perfect. Um. Yeah, so, someone says, um, Di- 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 I mean, Dias Lakma says, a little too handsome. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you um but yeah so it's just it's it's bizarre like no matter how much you know ahead of time it's still super extremely um disturbing whenever things like this happen don't ever come on my page promoting anything by the way i'll block you and mute you immediately like there's like the person being muted right and muted right now and blocked yeah don't ever come on my page talking about oh i have a new video up like what are you serious that's so disrespectful, especially for the topic we're talking about today. Um, to try to promote yourself doing that is insane. So, um, you can get my merchandise at rockmercury.com. <laughs> no, but I literally, I made this, I made this shirt. Uh, I did design it. This is my first painting I ever made back years ago. I am a painter. But um, this is my first one when I was just testing out painting. And I had like a blue background on it. And I took photos of it and made, turned it into an actual um, graphic. But it was from a painting that I still have, actually, in my back studio. So this is available. This is my Champion collection. I wore it specifically today because I just, I feel like it was symbiotic of what's happening today. You know, the phoenix flying up, the phoenix releasing into the to the cosmos, or, you know, just, like, the concept of you know, you fight in life, the scorpion, an a eagle fighting in life, and then you just, you get to escape and be the phoenix rising above it all. So I feel like even though I'm not, um, um, I'm not religious, I do believe there's like a transition that happened um, with, my, with my dear. I call her my aunt. She's technically my cousin that passed, but it's, I call her, I feel like she's my aunt. Cause she treated me like a an aunt, and she's this really, really wonderful, amazing person. Um, just a really wonderful person, absolutely. A house she, she changed my life, who has completely shifted my life and the trajectory of my life. Without her, I don't like. There's so many things that would not be the same without her. Like so, so many. Even the even where we lived in Texas. We wouldn't have been there. Her support was vital to our to um to my my living there. My family. Our families are still combined. We are family. Literally family, but yeah. Hold on, let me block this other troll over here. Speaking lies in my room. Like I can even mention the lies that they're speaking. Just gonna go ahead and block them and mute them. Okay, cool. Um Theo says the hoodie looks comfortable, nice design. Thank you, thank you, um, thanks to Champion for making a good, of high quality, you know, high quality sweater. I love the collaboration. My favorite collaboration so far is with Champion. So Rock Mercury Champion. Um, X Xn XnMoly says I love your hoodie. OMG! Thank you. You can go to RockMercury.com. You can get yourself a hoodie too. And you can feel this in different ways. This is not just for like it doesn't have to be just a death transition. It can be any type of transition that you resonate with. This shirt can, can resonate with you with that. Like one of my favorite artists ever, Jungle Jungle P Word. I can't say her name on here because it's you know it's it's TikTok. But Jungle P Word P U S S Y. Um, I love her. She's amazing. Um. But she wore my this sweater as well. But she wore the white version. It was white. It didn't. I don't think the one that she had wore, had a hoodie. Did it have a hood on it? I made so many different types of this sweater. But she wore the one. It was a white one with the with the graphic on top of it. And she loves it. Um, she she mashed it down. She she had such a great um style when she when she added to it. It's really beautiful. Um. Let's see. Ao Buddhism says. There's 13 months. Many people's signs are wrong. I'm October 31st, so Libra, technically. That's all... Um, it's all foolishness. I don't know. I mean, even though this is Scorpio, and I am technically a Scorpio, and I guess I did use that in my design for this photo, but it wasn't, like... it's was more symbiotic than me really thinking about horoscopes are real. You know, none of that stuff is really real. Um, but if somebody said, are you a Scorpio? Yes, I am. I'm like technically am and my dad is too but it's like i don't believe in any of it i just think the art is great that's why i picked the scorpion for for this photo that i painted not photo yeah i painted this and then i made a photo of it so i painted it from scratch he said i feel that i love rebirthing yeah i love rebirthing too um it's just to interpret things yeah exactly you can interpret things through it you know, it's fun to add art to it. Like, I don't I don't really believe in the horoscopes. It's just, it's just cute to have different designs and stuff. You know, Ernesto. But yeah, Jungle, Jungle P-Word. If you, you guys probably know her. She's an Emmy-nominated amazing actress. Her art, her music is iconic. Um, I really don't understand to this day why she's like, no, I do get why she's not mainstream. Because she's so real. You know, certain artists who are just so excellent and so real, they don't get that mainstream love a lot of times because they, they're not really spreading the agenda that wants that, you know, the people, the powers that be want to spread. But at least she has an Emmy a nomination for her her work in the movie Girls something. It's something Girls. So, there's a movie she's in called Girls Something. Oh, I forgot what it is called, but she did a great job in it. Um, so shout out to Jungle P. Love you. Um, even though she's she's friends with my ex and I'm, you know, of course I'm not with my ex anymore, but and definitely not supporting him but um, I'm so appreciative of her for supporting my brand and for wearing it on her page it was really beautiful it, it, it like was one of those moments where like her wearing it like I've been an artist for for a long time I've written for like top artists I've worked with a lot of celebrities but for some reason when she wore this sweater the white version of it um, it just made me feel like a real real artist. For some reason, like you know, a lot of artists have like imposter syndrome at times, you know. And you you can work, you do, you can get so many credits and stuff. But then when somebody has real, as jungle p word, jungle p, I just call it jungle p. Um, this type this type of jungle p on Google will come up. You know who's she'll, she'll come up. She has amazing songs. Um, I wish I could say her name. That's so weird how like TikTok doesn't allow you to say certain things. But you know whatever. Um, but yeah, when she when she wore it, I just felt so validated as the person. She came to my house. She came to this house I'm in right now, and she picked it. She picked that sweater, and she and um we gifted it to her, and it was just a very powerful moment. Especially for her just even wanting it was great to me. But then for her to for her to actually wear it and put it in front of her audience and like rep it was just. I, I was baffled. I was like, you know what? I'm on to something with this. Like, I just felt very like, this is, this is my path. You know, I'm loving, I, I felt like a real designer. I felt like a real artist. And I've been making so many things since before then. But it just felt, I don't know, it was, just, it was amazing. So I really am thankful for her for lighting my spirit like that. I felt like if she didn't do that, I may, I don't even know how much more I would have created, to be honest. Like, I think I was going to do a creative lowell Lowell whatever you call it. So... It was just night. It like really sparked my. It sparked me. So thank you, Jungle. Um, let's see. Um, said, I'm a Scorpio. No wonder I love you. LOL. <laughs> thank you, Brittany. Um, Xan Molly said, "I'll definitely buy one. I can't wait." Yeah, let's get your. There's different versions. I have a white one still of this one, and I have. Well, I have a gray one. I don't have a white one. I have a gray, a black one. And then I, I do have a white one, a different, it's a different, it's not this kind of sweater. It's not champion, the white one. But I do have a white one, but it's not, it's a little different. So, and the one that she has sold out. When she wore it, that, that sweater sold out. So, <laughs> I don't even have that one available anymore. Um, But, yeah, but the, I do have other ones that are similar that I designed. to Just because it sold out, I'm like, ooh, I got to make some other ones for people. The distributors were like, Yeah, we're we we do not have any more of this product because you like you sold them all out. And I was like, ooh, all right. Well dang. I gotta make another one. Thank you. Um let's see, your hair. Good luck with the live man piece. Thank you, Theo. Um Weef says your hair is awesome. Oh, thank you. I'm gonna start braiding it right now because I need I need to get to bed at some point. It's already 1244 in the morning. Um and says you a creative block yeah I honestly I was just going through depression at that point you know I was going through a really tough time it was in the beginning of my separation um when it came out she she got it like a, over a year before she posted it and so when she like when she got it it was great but then when she posted it I was like going through my breakup at the time and it just really Lifted my spirits in a beautiful way. And I'm just very thankful to her for that. Because I've always loved her music. Even before I knew her. Um, so yeah. Shout out to Jungle. XN Moly says, I really like it. The black, I can't trust myself with white white clothes. Well, I have a great one too. There's like a gray sweatpants one. Um, let me see. Someone saying some other mess over here. Everyone said that Nicki is better than Beyonce. I would not take that kind of slander in my room. They're both amazing. I would not even pick which one's better. I love them both. I live for Beyonce and I also live for Nicki Minaj. So we're not gonna do that. Like I said, I'm a barb in the beehive. So if you don't wanna get blocked, don't be saying crazy stuff in here. Don't try to compare those queens to each other. This is not for that. We're talking about mortality today and we're so off topic already. Um, that comment bothers me for some reason. It's like, how dare you try to put Nicki against Beyonce? There's two different realms, too. Two different types of artists. So we're not gonna do that. I'm not even. I mean, shout out to Nicki though. She shut down London. Or like, yeah, she was in London and they. She had the streets going crazy. They're chasing her car. You know, they're chasing her car, and she's the real queen of like. You know, Britain or wherever, like wherever she, you know, it's just she was giving it. It was, it was really cool to see that, to see that kind of excitement. And I would be out there if I was out in London. I would hope I'd be in the car with her, I went to chase it. But if she don't put me in the car with her, then I'll be chasing it too. Cause <laughs> you know, I'll be like Nikki, I can't get in the car with you girl for real. But whatever, I would, I would literally, i would be chasing it too. I'd Be like Nikki. I have some art for her, like Nikki here. But my other, my other celebrity clients would be like, "Why are you chasing Nikki? Like she's a celebrity, like we are, or whatever." Like they all, she, other celebrities are so jealous of her because they don't understand her power. They're just like, "That's Nicki Minaj." Like, what? Don't play with Nikki. Anyway, Beyonce's amazing. I love her, and I can't wait for the, her album to come out. I bought every one of the boxes. I know I'm off topic. I'm going to get to mortality in a second, but this is lifting my spirits up a little bit. Even though the comment is disrespectful, whoever Phoenix of the, whatever this person is, I don't want to say their name. Oh, but that's good. Their name is Phoenix of the King. Okay, I'll give, i have a Phoenix on my shirt. So I'm not going to block you because your name is Phoenix of the King, which you said is disrespectful Um, to even compare them. But yeah, Um. let's see. XN Moley says... Oh, wait, 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 before I read this comment, I just want to finish what I was saying that I do, I did buy all four of the Beyoncé boxes. I'll be opening them on YouTube. Sorry, on Instagram Live um, when they do arrive. I can't open them on TikTok Live because TikTok be playing games. And if some of these trolls come in here and interrupt me opening my Beyoncé boxes, I'm going to fight. I'm going to fight. Um, it's going to be really not good. And if they have the audacity to suspend my account while I'm in the middle of my Beyonce opening, I will go crazy. And so I need to take it to Instagram where they don't block us easily. And I'll be opening the boxes there, but I'll let you guys know ahead of time before I go on there. And I'll still post a video here the 10 minutes of it at least. And then the full video will be available on Spotify. Cause Spotify does video now for, for podcast. And then it will also be available on YouTube. The full video. So then you guys know about all four of the boxes and I bought the um, the vinyl record. So we'll be opening all of them when they when they are delivered. Um XN Moli says you should put do a time lapse of you painting someday. I would love to watch you watch on YouTube. If I did that, it would be a live video where I just paint while I'm live. That's I mean that's what I would do. Because I don't, I don't know if I would do a time lapse. Because I think the engagement would be fun. I guess you could speed it up. It could be a time if you speed it up. I think I would do a live video. Um, and I've been thinking about that for a while. I've been, I've actually been thinking about that for the last three years to do or over or about three years. Because I remember when I first came up with that idea, I'm like, let me put my easel up and just go ahead and paint, um, and it, it will it will kind of force me to paint to finish the painting in that sitting. Which would be fun, you know. I have some paint I gotta get rid of too, so that might be a good thing to do. And I also have some a makeup palette that I don't use that I wanted to turn into paint, cause I don't use makeup, so it's like it'd be perfect to turn into beautiful, beautiful painting that lasts forever. Cause the thing about makeup for me, like, there's some beautiful makeup I have, um, but I just, it's just like, it's it's just. I don't want to put it on my face or something, and then it just wipes away after. Like, it's just trash after. Like, I want to use it for something that's going to last a long time. Um, Stiff Pump Grizzly says, Hey, Rock, hey. XN says, Don't think, do. You'll be you'll be glad you did it. Oh, no, I'm not worried about doing it. Like, I just have, I've been doing a lot of other things. I have so many, I have, I have thousands of videos. So I've been doing lots of things. But um, that hasn't com- that hasn't been something that I was ready to do yet. So when I'm ready to do it, I'll do it. But thank you for saying that there's a demand there that's exciting so it'll be hopefully sooner than later um, how do you turn makeup into paint I'm fascinated you know I'm fa- I've watched a few videos of some people who put another kind of chemical in it that like liquefies it um I need to look up the best option. some people put oil in it to make I need to figure out the best option to be honest so I, I will. Once I figure that out, I'll be doing it <laughs> because I don't want this paint, the makeup. Like, I'm not collecting these makeup kits. Like, I was going to at first, but one of them is, like, a Jeffree Star kit. And nobody's – those kits are about to – they're not about to raise in prices. Like, they're not about to. Let's be real. But they're beautiful colors. Like, Jeffree Star is great. But, you know, he's been canceled so many times that they're not about to raise in price if I kept them. And plus, I already, I already swapped them, so – there's no way to like sell that again ever. So I'm just going to put them in, in a painting. But I want to make a beautiful painting of it. I'm still trying to get the inspiration for what I want that to be. Um, even with this, I had an idea. I had a dream. I had a dream about this painting. And so then I painted it after I had my dream. And so here it is. So that's why when she wore it, it made me feel like, wow. Like this there's, Because there's she she's so symbiotic. Jungle P is like extremely spiritual and like um she's just an amazing artist and it's like she she thinks a lot about what anything she does or anything she's drawn to she, she really puts a lot of thought and love and concern into it um all right so let's get into some mortality talk as I as I do my hair like I am I, feeling a little better like now I'm thinking like why wow, this it's it's I'm in shock I can't believe. Um, I can't believe this is happening. Um, so Xan Moli says, have you ever, I'm going to call you Xan. This Xan says, have you ever took a psychedelic and painted? I, the first part, yes, I've taken a psychedelic, um, multiple times. Not anymore. I don't do the, I don't do anything anymore. I'm completely sober. For everything, I never was like addicted to anything but cannabis. That was the only thing I was addicted to, which was a big deal. But even that, I'm 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 off for everything. But I painted a house while I was um. I painted a house while I was. up but it wasn't like a creative painting. It was just all the same color, and it felt like slave work because the person I was painting for is supposed to be a fun art thing, and I was at this ranch and stuff and. It was supposed to be a nice experience but it felt more like slave labor and i was very it kind of messed up my experience i'll say for the psychedelic <laughs> um so i didn't get to have like a real moment where i was like actually painting something that was just from full creativity it felt more like oh we gotta get this done we got to get this done for this corrupted oh, person that i won't name right now because i've already done videos on them and told them told people how scandalous they are they don't deserve to be mentioned in this video um you know why does why do people why do the people who you know don't treat life well get to keep living and then the people who are just beautiful wonderful people they have to pass away i feel like that happens a lot um like the person my, my aunt who passed today i on her father's birthday on of all days which is just disturbing it's like that's so messed up not that, I mean, not just like crazy how that works. You know, crazy how the universe is like, this is what, you know, I don't... Mm. And her her, and her, um, her father and I have drama. We have drama from the past. But even with that, I, never, no, I wouldn't wish this on anyone. And I loved her so dearly that it's like, that our drama is besides. Like that her and I have never had drama. She's always been the most beautiful, supportive, wonderful person to me. Um, but it's crazy how those people are the ones who pass away and then these wicked people keep living. Um, that's not always the case, but I do feel like a lot of wicked people live a long time. Um, anyway, but yeah, so I haven't done a psychedelic and painted, um, but, but yeah, you know. Raya Raya says, "Do you sleep? What kind of question is that? What do What do you like? What kind of question is that? You know. What What type of question? Like, what are you asking that for? Are you serious? Do you sleep? (laughs) Everyone has to sleep, otherwise you wouldn't be living. Like, don't be ignorant. Oh God! Okay, let me go ahead and braid my hair. And ignore that comment. So." mortality. We all gotta go there one day. Some of us are afraid of it. I'm, like I said, this is not gonna be a religious conversation, because I don't have any religion that I will, that I believe in. Um, but a lot of people are afraid of passing away. And I'm not afraid. I don't feel afraid. I used to be afraid, for sure. I definitely used to be afraid of it. But now I'm just like, I understand it. I think also because I've been in dark spaces in my own life that it doesn't fear me because it doesn't scare me because it's something I had considered in the past, but now I don't. Now I'm like I love I love to live, but that doesn't mean that I'm afraid to pass. Um, XN says I'm sorry for your loss. I'm sorry for my whole family. Like this is just a really sad day. Um, XN says your dreams, much, um, your dreams much be so much more vivid since being sober. Oh my goodness. I'm glad you mentioned that because they are like the vividness it's my dreams are so vivid now that it's difficult to know the difference between this reality and, you know, the reality of my dreams. Like it looks, it looks so much the same. It's so, so like the vividness. Oh my gosh. And I know, and I'm like, I'm aware I'm aware in both of the realms. But not aware as in not knowing is a dream. Like, I'm aware, like, I can make actions in them. And it's a different world. It doesn't... It's too real to even feel like a dream in the other other realm. It feels like I just go from one realm to the other realm. And they continue. It continues the next day. It, like... It picks up from where you start. The same way how, how this world goes. Like, you go to sleep and then it picks up from the next day. Back on. Like, it's just... It's like, I don't know when I'm going to ever get rest in that kind of way. Like, like, when am I going to get real? Like, yeah, I sleep, but like, when am I going to get like the rest that people have when they really go to sleep fully? I don't know. I guess I wake up and I'm like, I put myself together and I go to my classes in the morning online. I go, well, it's not really classes, it's like meetings I have have like meetings and stuff um and I try to I wake up during my meetings cause of, um but yeah it just feels very much so I wonder what it's like when somebody passes I wonder if it's similar to that I wonder if it's similar to like a dream or that space you know it's something that I always like I'm curious about sprayed his hair up um but so mortality like i feel like i definitely don't i don't have any fear of it at this point i'm gonna miss my my um my aunt a lot i'm gonna miss her so much and even talking about her it, it's like wow like the fact that she is that she was now like she's been here for so long and i just saw her recently and I felt like it was the last time when she was able to like be herself a little bit, even close to being herself. I knew she was in pain, but she was like still herself. And I'm so thankful that I got to be there because I wasn't supposed to be in town, but I just happened to be in town and happened to see her multiple times while I was there and in Texas, and I'm just so, so thankful. So even though I'm not religious, the universe sometimes works in, like, crazy, synchronistic ways. So the fact, the fact that I just happened to be there, I just happened to be there at that time, and she happened to be around. Um, and, like, I was driving through. I was, I was driving from Miami, and I went through Houston, and I got to see her. So it's, like, crazy. I saw certain things are synchronistic, so I'm very glad I got to see her. I'm gonna miss her so much like i just but it's just like thinking about like wow like when i go there i'm not gonna be able to see her again like it's just ah, it's just hard it's tough so that's the part that gets me it's like missing the people like i'm not afraid of my own passing my own mortality um because i feel like when i look at the bigger picture a lot of people just live They live in so much fear of that that it just overtakes their whole life. So they're not even able to um, enjoy what's happening because they're just like so scared of it. And then I feel like the fear itself will make it happen sooner because that's what fear does. Fear draws whatever you fear, like with the power of attraction, like fear is attracting that reality to you. You know, like the sec. have you noticed that when you fear something, that's all you think about, it's all you can talk about, it's how much you fear that thing. And that's all you look for. Um, so it's so like, I, I actively cannot be afraid of fear because, sorry, afraid of mortality because otherwise it would just become something that um, takes over. Something that actually I draw to my life. So I thought like it has to be real. It can't be like a fake not caring about it. I can't like secretly at night be like, oh god, I hope I don't pass away, I hope this. No, I really I'm not I'm not afraid of it. I don't have a fear of that anymore. Um, and I suggest that you guys, anyone watching this or hearing this, that you find a way too to not fear mort- mortality because it will come to you faster. I fully believe that. Fully, fully believe. Um, Moli says, "Do you stretch?" It's funny you asked that too because I saw somebody stretching, really deep stretching on my walk today. She was bent over with her arms over her, her like back. She was doing this kind of like pull, pulling her, her her hands to the back and bending all the way over, butt in the air, everything. And I was like, you know, it's super important to always be like you know stretch, stretching the body out. Um, but I am a I am a thousand hour yoga instructor, yoga teacher i like to say instructor. Um, maybe teacher's better. But I'm both. It doesn't matter. But They're both the same. But yeah, I'm a yoga teacher. Um, I teach other teachers too. So I definitely do stretch. But I don't really teach anymore. I don't teach... Um, I don't teach in public classes anymore. I taught thousands of people. But now I'm teaching only online. Because I have a new course coming out not right now. Like I'm, it's going to be a while for the course to come out, but that's, that's where I teach it now. But like, I do, I do have my practice. I stretch every day. Um, I want to do more strength training going forward, but yeah, it's, it's super important. I think that's also helps you to have a long longevity in your, not just your life, but your like abilities. Cause you could be older, but then if you're walking around with a crooked back, it's kind of hard. Like, you know, people are afraid of dying, but then they don't take care of their body while they're here, so they can enjoy their full experience the best they can. You know, I really believe that. I've seen it. I've had clients of all types of ages. Um, I don't have that many kids come to my classes. Let me think. Do I have any? What's the youngest that used to used to come to my classes? I feel like I didn't. About the youngest is probably like fifteen or so, but not like really younger than that. Like, cause I don't teach like kids yoga but yeah probably 15 is the youngest thing mean, that's rare my 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 average person there was around 25 through 30 35 25 to 35 kind of vibes sometimes i get way older people um sometimes i get you know younger on the 15 side, you know but like it just depended back it depends back then because it was especially cuz the studio I worked at it had like a limit they had like you have to be sign a waiver and stuff to be even even teach even to um Take class there. It was a very professional place. That's not bankrupt because of the, the shutdown that happened. And they um now they're just doing online only. So shout out to Yoga Works. Um AMPS, but yeah, so I do stretch and I suggest that everyone stretch with consciousness. Don't overstretch. Overstretching is just as bad as not stretching at all. Actually it's worse. It's worse. If you overstretch. You can gain the crazy amounts of injury. Injuries. So don't think about what the stretching looks like. Think about what it feels like internally. That's just a side note for stretching. Like, please, you guys. Um, it's so important that you don't rip your body apart thinking that you're getting more mobility. You know? Um, Amp152 Amp says, You seem very familiar. Um, probably because I'm famous. <laughs> Um, no, but honestly, I probably am famous because I've been in so many videos or what makes you actually famous. I have just been in so many campaigns throughout the years and I'm on commercials and I'm just in a lot of situations. Um, a lot of advertisements, a lot of, just a lot of things. So you probably see me in those or you see me online. I have a lot of content online and a lot of different places. So maybe it's all of that together. I don't know why you know me, Amp, but you tell me where you know me from. XM um, Molly says, mobility is so important, especially because we're not getting younger. That's true. We're not getting any younger, so we want to keep our body as agile as possible. There are people who are um, up there in age, but because they have continuously loved themselves and made sure that they have kept them so kept their body, like kept their health at the up at the upfront of their importance and maintenance every day. They get to walk around with ease. You know, they're not on medications, they're they're just living their best life. And I want that for anyone who's watching this. And I'm saying that because I've seen people from all different ages come to my classes. And some of them, like they be the same age, but they can have vastly different mobility abilities, I guess. So I just, I, it's just based on their lifestyles and their stress too, um, and they're sitting at work. Oh, that's the worst thing. You have, people are like, oh, you sit on the floor. Cause I sit on the floor when I eat. And they're like, why are you sitting on the floor? Is that comfortable? I'm like, um, do y'all understand how dangerous the chairs are? Um, chairs, in my opinion, are one of the biggest killers. They should be on the killer list, you know? Because when you sit in a chair, you just give your body up. You're just, like, letting everything go. There's no reason for the muscles to be activated. You're just in a space of, like, like veg zone. You're, like, vegged out in this chair. Um, and you sit there for hours. You think it's going to be, like, a simple thing. Like, oh, I'll just sit here for a second and check on these emails or order something off Amazon. By the way, my Amazon store is on my rockmercury.com website if you want to go to my Amazon store. But... um, like you're just like, I'm gonna check on this for a second and I'm gonna get up and you know I'll be gone. But you end up there for hours and the whole time your back is just turning to mush because you're just like letting the backrest take all the all of the work out of keeping your posture upright. You know, without the without a chair you would have to use your muscles to keep it to stay upright. Like right now I don't have any chair behind me. Right now I'm just sitting here, my abs abdominals are engaged. My back, my um, shoulders are back to lift my chest up, you know, like, unless I'm falling, unless I'm going to sleep, which I sleep on, I sleep on, like, a very, a pretty, like, what do you call it, a memory foam mattress, which probably isn't the best, to be honest. Um, my dear friend, Azulia, she sleeps on a small mat that she lives by. She's like a, like a Japanese kind of mat um I'm not that I'm not not that place yet I can do it it's just I happen to have a memory foam bed and so I just use it but I could probably do that mat because I know it's better for your, your spine like all that like cushiness and stuff it doesn't it's not the best thing for your alignment so I think after this mattress I may just get rid of the whole bed frame and have one of those mats that I pull out every night and sleep on that. Cause it's just, it's worth it. It's really worth it. Like I just, in my bed is so big too. So it's like, I just, I don't need all that big bed. Especially when I go to New York, like I would, I'd rather have a roll up mat and it kind of get more space, you know? Um, let's see. XN says, do you feel like you had a mentor? It's so easy to listen to you like you're intelligent. Um, I did have a mentor for my yoga teaching, but I had a lot of mentors through there. Um, they were helpful in some ways, but I honestly, like, yeah, I mean, I have, I've had a lot of mentors. I've read, I've read thousands of books, you guys. Like I read so much. Um, not anymore because at a certain point of reading, I just felt like, okay, well, a lot of these books are saying the similar things at this point. And so I was like, okay, I, I switched over to podcasting because I felt like podcasting was more current in the moment. And it kind of helped me with a lot of things that I had questions about. Um, so like, but I liked to read the books. Like the books were very helpful for me. It's helpful for me, especially because I was reading since I was in I was young, young, because uh, I didn't have any friends. So I just kept reading every lunch period, every break period. I was either reading or hanging out with some adult because I just did not ever like people my age I felt like they're not I felt like they weren't aware and I thought like, I just felt like I was with like like I don't know that like they just seemed so underdeveloped um and so I never wanted to be around them and so I'd rather read a book or I'd rather you know talk to people who are double my age or something like yeah, I, just, I, I saw it always was how it's always have been um so, yeah, I mean, that's not like I, I do not value. I'm not like, oh, I'm intelligent, so I'm better than this. I'm better. No, I, that, I know that that's, like, there's so much more I have to learn. And I'm thankful to keep learning, and I'm open to it, and I'm very okay with whatever I don't know. Um, Completely okay with that. And I love the journey. I love the journey. And I've been to dark places, so I understand people with depression a lot because I struggled with that for a long time. But then as soon as I was able to conquer that by realizing for me personally it's different for everyone it's different for everyone how they conquer depression which is part of mortality too a lot of people feel depression because they feel like you know what's the point of life what's the point of this like da 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 you know I get that I get where the people they're coming from but it's like you have this one life and it's going to end within you know that reality no matter what it's going to be you know we're all heading towards a um you know, like I said on Twitter today, I've said sometimes life feels like a big game of musical caskets because you never know, like, people in your life, like, who's going to be the next one in. Um, it's just so heartbreaking, like, not to be, like, depressing about that, but, like, it's just, it's real. Like, it's just, it's hard to, to hear these, to get this kind of news that I got today. It's very, this, it's very challenging, but sometimes it feels that way, like, wow, like, who's, who's the next one you're going to hear about? Like, this is just, it's hard. But um, but yeah, when I got through my depression, I just realized, you know, since it's gonna already end in that realm, um, since, since everyone's gonna go through the same demise, I guess, or like, or the same reality towards the end, like why be depressed when I can just enjoy this life the best I can, do the things I would love to do in this time I have, um, and I just go from there. You know, the person who passed away was like 20 years older than me. You know, that's not that much years. I mean, in the the big picture of life, you know, and they were struggling with the disease. And it's just, it's, it's heartbreaking. Like you have to really think about like what do you want? How do you want to spend your life? Like, do you want to be depressed and mad about life? Or do you want to be like trying to, figure out how to do the best with your mortality in the way mortality is beautiful because if we live forever a lot of us wouldn't have any like it wouldn't have any reason or like motivation to do anything and that's fine like maybe we don't do it maybe we don't need that for some people some people just want to keep living like if I had a choice to live forever I think I probably would take it because it's like I don't really believe in an afterlife or anything. Like, I don't know what's going to happen after. It's not that I don't believe in anything. I just really don't know. And I'm not going to pretend to know, like some people do. I really don't know. And I'm completely comfortable with not knowing. Um, and so I would probably choose to continue this life that I have now because at least I know this life. But realistically, like, our mortality can encourage us to accomplish the beautiful things that we can while we're here um so julian that's the answer to what happened i said um and then uh, xn Moli says what happened to you you get you out of your depression i'm currently depressed and struggle with daily tasks tasks um yeah so i mean for me it was going to the depth of the depression which I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't know of us suggest this for everyone because some people need help before then. Like it's a journey that's such a risky journey to go to. Like the way the way I did it. Like I wouldn't suggest it for everyone because some people may not be able to handle like facing certain things that I was okay facing at the time. Like I and this is the only way that I say it's solid for me because I've I've been dealing with it forever since I was since I was very young. I've been dealing with depression. I thought things should be different. I think that was one of the biggest things. I kept thinking things were different. I was taking for granted the blessings that I have. Um and I felt unheard. And I was already closeted in my life. I was already a closeted person. And so I felt like that just created a lot of discourse with in my internally. Um and I had to like really face a lot of things, and and have myself be heard, you know, say what I really have to say for all these years, and that's, I think after doing that, and it came to some really hard conversations with people, like very raw, you know, very direct, and things I should have said years ago, things I should have stood up for myself years ago, um, but I, even the word should is like not the best word to use, but I do feel like it's kind of makes sense because it's it's something that I knew back then but I was valuing other people's tolerance and what they can handle or not, when really I don't care about that anymore. I don't have any interest in worrying about somebody's tolerance for if I have to say some truth, I'm going to say the truth the way I want to say it. You know, the environment may change. Like if I come like here, I can't talk the way that I talk in normal life because I can't curse on here. And so it's like there's certain, but I can still say my truth on here, even if I can't say it the exact same way. I still get the message across of what I want to say. And so I wasn't doing that, even in that time. And when you don't speak your your mind, you gain resentment. And resentment builds up, builds up, and builds up, and then you start feeling like, what's the point of anything? Because you're just drowning in resentment. Um, And so once you let go of the resentment, it's a lot easier to see the things that are amazing in life that you can enjoy, that you do enjoy naturally. Um, That's different for everyone, what they enjoy. And then from there, you're like, well, with this limited time I have, do I want to just be depressed and just sit here within this realm of pity? Which is enjoyment. By the way, I got big part two. Once I, once I realized that I was enjoying the depression, and a lot of people who have chronic depression, depression they get some type of joy out of the, the chaos and the, romantic, they, the romanticized despair. You know, like they romanticize the despair and they feel like, that story, the tragedy of, you know, of the depression is, like, somehow entertaining them. The same way that we think that Romeo and Juliet is a love story, which is insane because it's such a tragedy. Um, and so we, we, like, we'll look at that story and be like, wow, like, I have to love that much. To love that much that it kills you. It's like, what? It's like, that's what we're looking for as a love story? Like, that's distorted, but it's also very um very very revealing of our viewpoint and our value system of what we think love is, you know, and what we what we desire, what we enjoy about love, if it was just a story about um Romeo and Juliet met each other on you know the balcony, their families loved each other too, they had some kids, they lived happily ever after. You know, they like they just did a great thing. Nobody cheated on anybody. It was just great times. They were super healthy. You know, yeah, you know, Romeo and Juliet. Like nobody would even care about that story at all. Like there is people like that in life right now. Some of your neighbors may be living that life. Everything's going great for them, without doubt. I doubt there is something with everybody going on for sure. But like I am sure there is some people who have too much, too many good things going on for them that nobody cares about. The second is too good. People are like bored, because we enjoy the chaos, and so the same thing with depression. There is a certain chaoticness within it that we become addicted to. If you have like a chronic level of depression, and having that story as the story of feeling like oh, I'm depressed, and it kind of blocks you from being able, from um, from being able to have to feel like you have to do anything. Like you can always use that as an excuse for everything, your depression. Well, I'm depressed and I can't do this and I can't like, it just gives you this scapegoat or scapegoat to tear yourself down. It may, Cause it may seem like, oh God, I'm just, I'm nothing. I'm worth so little. I can't believe I did this and da, da da da. Like it can be a lot of that. But the biggest thing I'll say out of everything, cause that is one what I said is important, but bigger than all of it is nutrition. And that part I didn't understand fully. I didn't get how important nutrition is to how your brain actually works. And once I started adding, you know, less processed foods, like certain herbs with iron-rich herbs and things, like giving my body what it's desiring and realizing that some of the depression was my body like asking for building blocks that it didn't have within the food I was eating, that's when things got a lot better. So a lot of it can be um, that what you're eating, but then also the mindset can be a helpful thing too, just to get, just to help you realize like, that you enjoy some part of that depression. That's why you've had it for so long. Like it's deep, it gets deep. Cause it's like, well, why would I want to be depressed? Nobody thinks they want to be depressed. Like that doesn't seem like something that makes sense. But when you tell your story of, when you become a victim story internally, it protects you and you get addicted to the comfort and protection of having this automatic alibi for anything you don't accomplish in life is that, I'm depressed, I'm depressed. You know, it's like it it becomes a habit and addiction. Um, Exan says, melancholy, yeah, I'm borderline um, love, so it's worse. I'm borderline love, so it's worse. Yeah, uh, well, you know, there's a lot to it, like, if you, like I said, the, this is a good conversation for this because we're talking about, um, we're talking about, you know, mortality and it's a lot of that just, it feels like you're, you can't, like you're not doing well in this life or something or you feel like there's something you're supposed to be doing a lot of times or you feel like you're unheard in this life or things like it. I think another part was just realizing that nobody really cares, and that's not like a thing that's like should be a bad thing. It should be a beautiful thing of possibilities. Like no matter how far you are in the game, like even the celebrities I realize like these celebrities are calling the blogs all the time, trying to get people to care about anything they're doing. You know, we wonder why why we know about who got the new butt shots or who got a haircut or who cheated on who. These celebrities are telling them or telling the, the blogs. Like they're letting people know just so they can keep them entertained. Nobody wants to see a happy person in the celebrity culture, but then they make money off of drama. So like there's the people who we look up to, we think their lives are better. They're over there paying for drama. So it's like what are we comparing ourselves to? And that's that's it's like nobody cares. Like nobody even cares about these celebrities or how they're gonna care about about us, you know, or any person who's not You know, famous, like that person's job is to be known about or cared about, and nobody cares then either. People may talk about it, they'll be like, Oh, did you hear so and so did this or did that? Oh, God, that's so silly. Oh, goodness. But nobody cares. Nobody's, they're not like, the average person isn't sitting and thinking about that for too long. They may make it, they may make a comment on it and a quick chuckle, and then they're on to the next subject. They're just one of the headlining things they're talking about, but nothing like, they're not thinking too far into like helping that person solve it they're like oh I heard Kimmy Kim's got her kids taken away oh my gosh that's so sad isn't that crazy oh wow yeah it's so crazy and then but does that person ever go and try to help Kimmy Kim get their kids back no they don't care they just want to tell a story they want the drama part and they keep moving people don't really care and so there's a beauty in that unless you're a celebrity because a lot of celebrities want them people to care so they just have to their their whole job is to keep people's attention, which is an insane thing to do. Um, for too long, it can be very distorting. But like, if people don't care, then that means you. That means you can do a lot of things. That means that you can have the freedom to make mistakes and not have it affect too much, because it's like there's a lot of forgiveness, and and not and people are not caring. There's there's a world of forgiveness. You know, unless you create the narrative. That something you did should not be forgiven. You know, which takes work to do, because even even things that we thought were unforgivable in the past from celebrities or whoever, we forgot already. We can't. Even, I can't even think of one right now. Right, let's say, let's say the one. Let's say for, just for example, just to a famous a famous example, but like Bill Clinton with Monica Lewinsky, we thought, oh, that's unforgivable. How could he do that? Da, 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 da. Like Bill is still with Hillary. I think they are. I mean, aren't they still together or whatever? Like, we forgot about Monica. Like, her life got ruined in her head. But she put herself as part of that whole situation. Like, it's all like nobody cares anymore. Like, it's not affecting current politics anymore. And that was one of the biggest scandals of all time. And so, when we're so hard on ourselves for the things that are going on in our life, it's kind of like we almost want. People to care more we want the drama of it and really it's just like why should we care why can't we just keep living our life especially because life has limited limitedness and if you do love the drama be real about it if you love drama be like i live for drama drama's amazing there's a time where i felt that way i was like drama was so fun to me because it was just it was a great distracting activity that helped me to process some of the doctrines I was going through at the time. And I talked about all kinds of subjects that were just drama based. And sometimes I, ta- I like mentioned certain things in pop culture that are maybe maybe considered drama, but it doesn't bother me anymore. Like it used to bother me to the point where I was to risk my pages just to discuss a topic that didn't even matter. Like this time that I discussed something of a, of a breakup or some craziness, and then the people would be back together the next day. These celebrities, like they're just making stuff up, you know. So I think it's important to look at life from a step back, like take a step back from your life and kind of like glance at it and see where you find the blessings at, where the dramas at, where where you can find, where you can place more joy, where you can reallocate your energy. From some of these dramas and some of the craziness, to just a more joyful, you know, existence. So that's what I really feel on that. Thank you for that great question, though. He says, "Thank you for speaking your mind." Says Xand. Yeah, I hope you. I I hope you can, are able to um, find your way out of depression. You know, nothing I can say that's gonna exactly um, open your eyes to this, but. I hope that's something I say in the future. Um, This contributes to you waking up to your power and waking up to the reality of, or at least pondering, you know, what you think, like, what is it about being depressed that attracts you? Or is it chemical? Is it what you're eating? If you change some of what you're eating, would it change possibly? That's a real thing. We're eating certain chemicals Some of these, um, some of the foods we're eating, especially if we're eating meat and dairy, these animals are given all kinds of medications. And some of the medications have side effects that are depression. And so we're eating, if people are eating meat, then they're eating those medications as well because they're injected into the animal or they're given to them so often that they become enlarged within the animal's fibers. Um, or cell structure. And so you're taking those as well. Even if you feel like, I'm not on medications at all. It's, you know, these animals are filled with all kinds of things that have side effects. It's the same way they do on the TV shows. And they're like, this, um, is, does your head hurt? Try this medication. May, may cause this. May cause blindness. May cause seizures. May cause this. May cause, you know, it, it tells you all the things it may cause so they can be covered legally. So they let you know, they're like, hey, this pill may mess you up, but we getting paid, so we're just gonna go ahead and sell it to you. Um, but, we, but we let you know, legally we let you know so you can't sue us, so bye. You know, that's how they feel about it. They're not trying to be out here protecting anyone, but their own wallets. And so, some of your depression you feel may literally be from what you're eating. It depends on your situation. Um, Xan Moli says, I feel like I'm on call with a friend. I'm glad I ran into your life. Um, yeah, thanks for contributing good questions to this live. This is going to help a lot of people. Um, to come to terms with that people are people are struggling with that hardcore and it's not an easy answer it's not an easy answer but it does go in line with mortality because this mortality can cause people to be depressed and to be you know have anxiety to the level where they can't leave their house or they're concerned about how they look so much that's another part people will be so depressed and scared and they'll be like oh i look this way i look that way nobody cares how anybody looks There's literally people on the street who are looking very disheveled, I'll say, Um, on the street corners, like, unsheltered, just, like, going through it on all kinds of medications. And people just walk by them. Nobody cares how you look. They don't really care. It's not that it's not a deep thing. So don't let that block you from, you know, doing what you want to do or going where you want to go. Don't let that block you. I let that. I let that block me for so long, especially in the in the fashion industry that I've been in, or advertisement or whatever. People, they judge you. They want you to look a certain. They, they people think that people think they're judging them. So it's like, oh my gosh, like I have to look a certain way so I I can be fierce or whatever. But reality, the average person just doesn't care. And the people who do care have too much time on their hands. They're sitting over there. They probably have bad intentions for you. But they care at all. They're just like, probably not the best person to be around. But they're over there judging you for how you're looking or whatever. You know? It's like, do you really want to be around judgment? For what? Like, what is that going to do for you? But it, it, it will... It will... Um, will paralyze us. It can socially paralyze a person... Just going through that. Just being in that thought process of. Oh God. I wonder what this person going to think. I wonder that. Like once you live from that space. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. It's not worth it. Not worth it at all. Well, I can't wait to finish his hair. I'm so sleepy. Let me do this other braid over here. Um, so yeah. So. When it comes to. Mortality. Some people think like, well, what do I think happens at the end? I don't know what happens at the end, but I refuse to act like I know and create a fear based um, hypothesis on what I think happens after, you know, the casket and everything. If I created that fear based hypothesis, it's just going to lock me away. Internally, it's gonna make me make me feel as if everything I do is for this hypothesis at this point because it's such a big one. Like we all know we're going that direction. It's gonna be the final place possibly, um, and so that hypothesis can just break you down. Like just believing it out of fear and thinking that it makes sense enough to base your life on it. Like, oh well. This must happen after and I want to burn in hell. I don't want this, I don't want that. Like we did a, we did a religion episode on here before. Um, and we talked about that. We're like, it doesn't matter what happens at the end. Nobody knows. You can go sit in your church service all day if you want to. And you and nobody in the end still will not know what's going to happen at the end. Nobody's lived through it. So what's the point of stressing about it if we don't know? We're stressing about the unknown, but there's so much unknown. We don't know what's gonna happen in this night. We hope we're gonna go, we don't know what dreams we're gonna have tonight. We don't know what day we're gonna have tomorrow. It's already tomorrow for me, but we don't know what kind of day it's gonna be. We're hoping it's a great day. It'll be nice if it's a really beautiful day, but we don't know. Have no idea. No idea. So I think this is important too to so be okay with the uncertainty, to accept the uncertainty of, of day-to-day life. You can even love the uncertainty. You can find ways to enjoy it and be like, oh how exciting. I wonder what's gonna happen tomorrow. Without predicting, just like then to be. Hello, Erica. Erica says, Hey. What's up, Erica? We're talking about mortality today. So, but what I think happens after, like I said, doesn't matter. Because that's a question I get all the time. Well, if you don't believe in God, you don't believe in this. And what happens after? It's like, does that really matter? Like, what are you doing now? What's happening in life now? And some people say, that's a, cop-up, that's a cop-out answer. Like, you have to think something happens. Like, why would I care what happens after this? Nobody's here to prove it. Not even the best scientists, not even the richest person, not even extraterrestrial. Nobody, nobody's here to prove what happens afterwards. You don't know. Like, you, you have to put a lot of trust in somebody to believe that they know what goes on after. And somehow they can tell you, even though they never passed away before. You know, anybody who's ever spoken about the afterlife hadn't died yet. Even when, even, if, even if they're passed away now, at the time they were speaking about it, they hadn't died. Yeah, so like how do they know what they're talking about? It's all projections. Exan says, oh sorry. Erica says, I'm just trying trying to live for now. I don't I don't know if it'll be here tomorrow. Exactly, Erica. Who knows what's gonna be tomorrow? Is it that important? Can we just wait and see what happens? You know, aren't we excited that we don't know tomorrow? Like, I'm so bad with that. I'm still in the moment that I don't even like being on calendars that much. Like some things I have to add just so I know that i am miss an appointment, but a lot of things I'm like, Do I don't want to time block every moment of my day. Like, why can't I just go with the flow of the beauty that's happening in life? Life is occurring for us around us. And if you're doing what you love, you'll automatically be aggressing towards what you what your bigger plan is, even if you don't have a schedule with it. You know? A schedule is like an attempt for control. I'm not against it fully because it could be helpful depending on how you value it, um, but it's just like I don't know. It's just a rough, it's a rough situation to think that it's so important, like schedules are so important when the present moment is all we have. Plans are great, plans are cute, but. All you got is now. All you got is now. And sometimes a plan can keep can lock you up in, in, it's, in itself. You feel like, well, I didn't get all my plan done. I didn't get all this done. I didn't get that done. Or what happens to You while you're doing your plan? And then, you know, your life, your life force starts to dwindle or something. Like, who knows? Like, this life is so fickle. And losing people wastes you up to that so often. It's like, wow. Like. This person was concerned about this, and now that doesn't matter. Like, what if they? They were like, "Well, can I, pay, I can't pay my bills. I don't have enough for this. I don't have enough for that." By the time you're in the casket, it's like none of that matters. You're, you're not present, You're not here anymore. So, any day could be the last day. So why not enjoy the beauty of the day, the beauty of the moment? You know, I'm gonna do that forever. I'm just gonna enjoy it because I've already been to depression. It's like, it's boring. Like it's been there, done that, you know? I was even thinking today, I'm like, I'm over, like I'm the promiscuousness. I feel like I'm really over that. Like I feel more like I want to have something real, you know? Like real takes more more, more work for a reason. Do you want disposable moments or disposable partners or do you want something solid? Do you want disposable dreams that I'll just do this for now and then I'll just work and do this and retire and do what I want to do? It's like you retire, by the time you retire, you're going to be old. And it's like, not that old is bad. Old is a wonderful thing. It's great to be old. It's a blessing to be old. But it's like, is that what you want to wait for your dreams to happen? Like, that seems like a long time to wait. Like you want to be able to enjoy your dreams, enjoy your goals. So I got a few more braids left. I don't take them out behind to sleep. I'm so excited to go to sleep tonight. I'm so excited, and I refuse to be afraid of my dreams. My dreams have been very vivid, like I said, but I don't. I don't want to be afraid of them anymore. I'm excited for bed because I'm just tired, you know, like, it was very emotionally draining to lose somebody, like, you can't, and I I don't feel bad about missing a person, like, I don't feel bad, I feel like I'm gonna miss my aunt, like, this is heartbreaking, it's not bad, If if I wanted to cry right now, then I would cry, and I wouldn't feel bad about it, and I have cried already about it, you know, it's just not... Not a big deal. Like we have to allow ourselves to feel and be, and the more we allow ourselves to be unapologetically, the less depression we have because we're not resenting and holding things in for so long. You know, it's just, it's it's resentment. It's medication. It's the foods like we make poor choices in our whole life when we're depressed. Like we start eating things we know we have no business eating. I know I did. And I was depressed, I was just eating all types of, um, all types of foods that just weren't the most nutrition, nutritionist, uh, nutritionally dense. They were more, like, junk foods and stuff. So, we go towards those kind of things when we're stressed, and it, it ends us faster, it creates disease, and it just creates havoc in our life, and our, in our, um, Systems so changing your viewpoint on the world, adjusting the nutrients you're getting in your body, the water, making sure you're hydrated. Let's see. Iconic Groove says, Start lucid dreaming. I lucid dream every night already. Um, Iconic Groove says, I'm sorry about your loss. Thank you. She's gonna be greatly missed. Really, really missed. I'm still, like, just, it's hard to, like, think, like, wow, that she's, like, literally not here anymore. Like, what? Like, how? But then I get it. I know how, but it's, like, I, oh, it's, it's, it's tough. You just missed people. So, anyways, thank you guys for 1.3 thousand likes. I greatly appreciate that. I have a video going in the back of me right here, cause that's how I use my lighting—the light behind the camera—and it's like of a, a car driving through downtown LA. I like watching those videos of just car of like you know cars GoPro GoPro driving or just kind of showing a nice normal drive to a city. Even though I live in LA already, I like seeing this kind of stuff just to, Cause sometimes when you're driving, you're not, you're not able to look around that much because you're like focused on the road and stuff but it's nice to see things that are going on. But I see a lot of tents and homeless people talking to themselves in this video in the back of, like, that I'm watching. It's like, it's, like, they're on 4th Street right now I see a, a big painting of Nipsey Hussle. I see people who are just, they don't look that happy. They don't, they don't look like they're living their dream at all. Very dirty, a lot of trash over there. I guess they're in downtown in this video that I'm watching behind. It's just, um, don't live your life in regret there's no point like you, you you, really could end up like if you go so far in regret you could end up being one of those people just on the side of the road talking to themselves about you know what they wish they would have done and did this and did that like if you really listen to a person who's you know un- unsheltered and unhinged on the street and the things they talk about a lot of it is just looping in circles of what they wish they would have done and what they want like that they could like it's there's a lot there's there's mental illness to it too but there's also a lot of regret that can you know encourage some of this um some of the illness that people are experiencing so take the regret out of your life by speaking your mind speak your mind make sure the safe space to do it i don't think it's speaking your mind recklessly it's like that great like even when i put my mind I did it in ways that I protected myself because people get crazy sometimes when you're trying to like defend yourself against something or like you have to just do it there's a smart way to do it there's a way to protect yourself and still um have your truth just still be able to express your truth while protecting yourself so that's important but overall um when it comes to mortality Live your life in the way that you like really love to live your life so that you don't have time to be afraid of mortality. Because if you think about it too much, of course, it's going to be scary. Like, it's the unknown. We're afraid of the unknown. We don't know what's going to happen. For all we know, passing away could be the most wonderful thing ever. There could be another realm outside of this that's like makes this realm look like a joke or a dream itself. You know, we don't know. So we don't need to be so stressed out about this mortality situation and let it own us, and just sit there and think like, "Oh gosh, I only have a few more years left. I have this? Do I have this left?" Like, she didn't know. My cousin didn't have no idea, or my aunt didn't know that she this was gonna be her last, you know, moments. She didn't know that for sure. Like, she was still trying to fight against that. Um, and so. Even when I saw her, she didn't know that, that was going to be her last few months. She had it, We don't know about these things. So we have to really live each day as if it could be your last day. Because it really could be. Not to be weird, but like, you know, car accidents happen. Freak accidents. I just watched a video on Disney and the corruption of Disney and talked about how they were cutting corners on safety. And some couple was sitting was like getting ready to board that like that ride that takes you on a tour, like the, the most chillest tour ride, like a jungle tour or something. It's like a very simple ride, but because they were cutting cost, a rope or something got released and it hit the couple. It like came directly at the couple and it like killed the husband and then it um, it disfigured the woman, the, the wife. And it's like, whoa, like they were just going to Disneyland, trying to get on a ride. They had no idea that that was going to be something that they went through. So, you know, like this one, I didn't, I was about to take a shower. I, I I, went live with you guys earlier. Then I got the call a few hours after, after I went live. And I'm just answering thinking we're going to talk about, you know, my upcoming trip or something or something with the family or something. I mean, yeah, it was something with the family, but like something, something lighthearted. I didn't think it was going to be that phone call even though internally I've been like, I've been dreading that phone call because I felt like it was gonna happen, but I just didn't, I don't know, today, I mean, to be really honest, I did know. If I'm really honest about that, but I didn't, I knew when I got the call that it was gonna be that. I felt it immediately, but then I, tried to, I tried to distort myself. I'm like, nope, uh, this is not happening. Like, I'm just, this is gonna be talk about my little nephew or something, or something sweet. Something like a cute thing, like, oh, your nephew's crawling or something. Like, it's gonna be a nice little moment, I thought. I was trying to think, but I knew when I saw the call come in that it was gonna be that phone call. Um, My mother knew that something was gonna happen because she felt it in her spirit, or her internally, like she felt something coming. So, like, sometimes we know, sometimes we do have a inner sense when something like this is gonna happen and sometimes we got to trust that a lot too and trusting yourself the same way you have to express yourself to people and let you know make sure that you're heard you also have to trust yourself if you want to escape that kind of depression or chronic depression trusting yourself trusting what like what your internal guide is like telling you because sometimes it's a lot of times it's right. Depending, depending on who you are, if you've done the work to clarify what's the difference between ego and your inner guide, because if you're following ego, then you can be in a really rough situation, a really dark, dark situation. Like, you can, you can end up in a really terrible situation following that. So, if you've done the work to, dis- to determine the difference and you can trust yourself, because sometimes you can't trust yourself, that's real. Some, some people you can't trust either a lot of people i don't trust a lot of people so just get to this place where you can feel confidently confidently that you trust yourself and if you don't trust yourself yet that's not a bad thing you can get there you can go internally and find out you know what is it that's like have you been betting against yourself so much that makes you not trust yourself like is that making you depressed too like there's a lot of things but I'm going to say overall just to close that off because we're talking about mortality and depression has claimed the lives of so many people and mortality is one of the reasons why they they do it, they feel like they can they can get it they can do it early before life already does it to them, they're like they want control over even the process of leaving earth, you know they want your control over that too and so they do things like that um, and I think it's just important to release yourself from, I think it's important to release yourself from that concept and be like, no, like I'm going to love myself where I'm at. I'm not going to judge myself on the space you're in. Um, and it it diffuses it a lot of times. It it can diffuse. It can diffuse that kind of concept, that thought that you, that thought that like that depression has to own you because it doesn't have to own you. You can love where you're at. You can love life as it is. You can, you can, um, trust yourself. Even if you betrayed your own self, you can regain that trust within yourself by starting to choose yourself and start to love yourself in that moment and keep, keep growing it from there. Keep growing that love from there. So, all right, that's that's gonna be the end for this. Like, rest in peace to my dear, dear aunt. Um, I just, I'm so in shock about it, but I want us to... Also, let's, let's just let's talk about funerals for one second too. I'm not a big fan of funerals, uh, the way that they're being done. A lot of times, like, I think it's very um, traumatic that they would have a body that's out there, uh, you know, in a, in a box, I just, I really think it's disturbing the way it's done. I don't want anything like that for myself. If I, you know, I mean, I, I won't be here, so it won't matter what I want, but like, I just think that that also scares us when it comes to passing away, because we're afraid to be in a box display for everyone. Um, in that case, make a will, if you care about that so much, you know? Make a will to say so So what you want can happen, if that, if that if that matters to you. It, would, it shouldn't really matter because you won't be here, but it's still, like, you know, that's something that bothers you. And also, like, for me, like, I don't, I don't attend this, those services. Like, I think that they're too intense, you know? I think it's too, um, it's just not the way that I want to say goodbye to someone is when they're in a box or something. Or like, this whole procedure, like, I don't, I don't like that personally, so... If you're associating mortality with that and that scares you maybe maybe you need to avoid going to services too like i went i think the last one i went to was a cousin of mine and it was so traumatic this the whole experience was just not it was just more pain I'm like it's already painful enough losing the person so it's hard. where can i buy your merch says roose bank um you can buy my merch on rockmercury.com the link is in the bio um and i've got the merch on there you can go to the store part or the front page has the world the manhattan world collection you can get that one or you can get this. like this is the phoenix rising collection it's available on the store section so click on store on the menu rockmercury.com thank you so much for support supporting um Someone asked earlier, they're like, can I get a discount? I'm like, this is very high-quality stuff, so we don't do discounts. Sorry. I mean, for our Mercurians, I'm going to start offering discounts for them. But it's, um, yeah, I don't. Like, this is, this is part of my merch here, just so y'all know, again. Um, so, all right, you guys. I just, I don't want people to be afraid of mortality. I want people to use it as a encouragement To live big now. Do everything you want to do. Like, for me, like, I wanted to get my album done. I'm so excited for this album. I don't want to pass away before my album's out, you know? I have multiple albums I want to get out, but there's limited time. And Sometimes it can feel like, oh, we have so much time to do this, so much time to do that, and we don't know. We don't know that. Like, you got to do the things you really love to do right when you can, and you're never going to feel as great as you feel today. Unless you're sick today and you're getting better, then maybe you'll feel better tomorrow, but... Like, usually, like, as far as, like, the bigger picture of, like, your health, our health only declines going forward, you know, just from age and things, so, um, do the things you can do now so you can enjoy them, you know, you don't want to be like, I'm just going to wait and travel the world when I'm retired, like, you may be really old when you're retired, you may not be able to go and enjoy the world the way you want to enjoy it, not that old people can't enjoy the world, because they definitely can but it's just not, it may not be the the pace that you would want to go at or the, you know, you just don't know what your what your future holds. So let's not plan on knowing how long it's going to last. That's one thing that really bothers me. Like, even, like, I love Gary Vee, but Gary Vee's always like, he's always like, you're going to live a hundred more years. You're going to live this. Like, he tells people they're going to live so much, so much longer. I'm like, these, does he understand that, like, Western medicine isn't everything? Like, they're, they're making claims that they don't even know. They're talking about, oh, we have a new working on a new treatment to make people live you know um live forever or something or like they're just they're just making up stuff they don't know this for sure they haven't done it they haven't like forever hasn't happened yet so we don't know these things um or that's i think there's one that said like 200 years you get to live or something so we don't we don't know these things so like live like you don't know tomorrow because you really don't i can go to sleep right now and then that can be my last my last moment I could think I'm like, oh, I'm just having a little nice night and then something can happen while I'm asleep. I don't know. I'm not afraid of that. No, I'm not afraid at all. If it happens, to happens. I'm just going to do my best to, you know, be like, be what it is, is what it is. But we have, but I want to have lived with the most experiences. It just makes sense. There's no like, I don't think there's any down, downfall to doing the experiences you want to do. And then also, if you're miserable at the space you're in, if you're miserable at your job, you're miserable at, you know, in your life, in your family situation, your marriage, like, this is your one life. This is your one life. You know? So don't let this be, like, staying together for the kids. Even if you're not that kid. If you're miserable in your marriage, leave. you're miserable in your family, Leave the fan. Leave. Like, don't let yourself be miserable in your one life that we have, that we know of. So, let's see. Gio says, "Hey, it's me. Do you like? Um, do you like the new update on TikTok? Oh, what's the new update? I didn't know. Sorry about not joining and all, since I'm not mod anymore. That I see, um, not joining at all. What? Well, no, it no mods. I have no more mods at all." I have no more mods, so no worries, Gio. I took them all off, um, because I got too many complaints in my DMs, and it was annoying. I had to go back and unblock people, and it was just too much work. So I said, you know what? I'm going to take them all off. I'm just going to block who I need to block and keep it moving. It's been good so far, so. But thank you, Gio. So nothing, nothing personal. Took Everybody's off. Everybody's off the mods. So nothing personal at all. Um, more says... Um, life is about being able to control it. Um, you never control it. Control what? I don't think life's about being controlling anything. I think life is about accepting a lot of things. So I think life is a lot. Life is a lot about accepting. Geo says, but could you trust me? Since I'm truly not a hater or a betrayer. No, I'm not doing any mods at all. No more mods. No more mods at all, but thank you, Geo, for your support. Yeah, I'm just I'm I I went back to how I was when I first started this when I was no mods, and it's been working well, so I'm good with that. I rather just I rather block people myself and just know exactly why I'm blocking them and keep it that way, cause it'll be unfair to the other mods. I I took it like 20 mods away, so it was literally 20 different people. So it's like don't feel bad. It's literally not personal. It's just, just um, it was just how it how I had to do it for all the DMs I kept getting, but, um, but yeah, so thank you guys so much for joining in today. I feel a lot better. I'm still sad, of course, um, but I know that it just is what it is. Like, I don't, I can't even say like, oh, she's in heaven or something. I don't believe in heaven. I don't know what she's, I don't know where she's at. Um, and I'm not going to worry about that. I'm not going to be afraid of it. I'm just going to be thankful that I got to experience my amazing aunt, who I love dearly. And I'm um, just can't believe I'm even saying this right now. It's so crazy. It's so bizarre. I'm like, just thinking, like, this person's gone. Oh, my God. It's so crazy. That stuff is crazy. But um, Gio says, why... Do you not believe in the afterlife or heaven? Because there's no reason to believe it. There's no proof of it. There's no, it just creates chaos and fear. It's a fear based belief set in my head that people have that they just to, to feel better about life, they just make it up and they're like, oh, well, see you in heaven, see you in this, see you in hell, or whatever. Like, just, if there has to be, if there's a heaven, it must be a hell. Because then it just creates um, people living a life based on fear of not wanting to go to the other one and want to be admitted to the club of heaven, you know, which I think is just not a great way to live at all. So that's why I don't believe in that. Um, but I'm also not saying what does happen. Cause I don't know. Nobody knows what's going to happen in life. Um, Sporter for life says, hello, Rock Mercury. Hello, Sporter for life. Hello, hello. Thank you for the 1.8 thousand likes. I really appreciate it. I'm gonna get off now. I'm gonna go to sleep. It is one two. It was two in the morning now. Two in the morning. Oh my goodness. But yeah, it's probably better this way because I I would have probably just been depressed tonight thinking about not depressed but just like just sad thinking about you know my my aunt. so it's just nice to be to be tired now so i can just probably just hit the bed and go to sleep I'm, I'm just gonna try to get some sleep so hope you guys have a great night this podcast will be available on rockmercury.com and all platform all, all um podcast platforms every platform i'll be on so thank you so much for joining in i will see you all very soon rock on Mercuryans. um and yeah i think that's it so Talk to y'all soon. Rock on. Link in the bio for rockmercury.com. Captain Emerge. Bio.